And I would like to welcome everybody back to another episode of the Down to Business podcast here with Tamar Turner. And as I always start, I think this might even be my slogan moving forward. I'm really just excited to be sitting down with yet again another business owner, yet again, another woman business owner at that. So I'm just always excited just to hear from another business, especially when it's just something that I've never really heard of before, never really seen. So we're, I can't wait for her to kind of tell you guys what she does. So Brianna, how you doing today? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? I'm pretty good. I can never complain. So can you just kind of tell us a little bit about yourself? Mm-hmm. Uh, by the way, guys, how I kind of came across Brianna was actually through ECU, just some mutual connections. I saw some followers that we had actually posting her page and some of the pieces that she was selling and some of the things that she made herself. And so I eventually followed her page, reached out to her, and then she agreed to do the interview. So mm-hmm. yeah, Brianna, I'm sorry to kind of cut you off. A <laughs> no, bit. you're yeah, fine. You just, fine. <laughs> uh, just, yeah, just tell us a little bit about yourself and what you do. Yeah, well, um, first, I just want to thank you for having me. Um, I was really excited when you reached out to me. I was like, wow, this is so great. You know, somebody's interested in my journey. So yeah, um, a little about myself. My name is Brianna. Um, I go by Brie. I'm a first generation college student. It's my senior year here at ECU. I'm majoring in biology. I do want to be an aspiring pediatrician. And I do have a small sewing business where I hand make clothes. Um, I mostly make loungewear, you know, comfy things that you could sit around the house and lounge in. I really do like being like comfy and cute. So that's like really what I like to hand make. And I'm also in the process of starting an online boutique where I'll be having handmade items and other goodies and clothes like purses and accessories and stuff like that. So, yeah. All right. All right. So an online sewing business. So it's actually called the Sue Doctor for everybody out there who is mm-hmm. wondering. So can I just ask first and foremost, where did the interest in sewing come from and then what eventually led you to become a business right so in seventh grade actually I was taking like this home ed class where like you know we learned how to sew cook we had like the little flower baby stuff like that and like I really just love sewing um I don't really know it just something that was just fun for me to do in the meantime you know up until college I didn't really have a big interest in it I wasn't really pursuing it but back in March, I believe, when quarantine, like when COVID first hit, all that stuff, I was like, oh my gosh, like I got laid off from my job. I was like, I'm gonna have to find something to do with my time. So I just got back into like old things that I like doing, drawing, painting, sewing. And I was like binge watching YouTube videos, like <laughs> OD, like watching clothing hauls, stuff like that. And I had came across this one page, this one YouTube channel. Her name's Kumani and she like makes clothes. And I was like, wow, this is this is something I would really like to do. So what I did was I was like, you know, I'm just going to get a sewing machine and see where that takes me. And I got my sewing machine probably a couple weeks later and I ordered all the supplies, everything from Amazon. And then I just started basically recreating looks from YouTube, um, seeing how they they made stuff and then doing it myself. And I caught on pretty quickly. Like I said, um, I've known how to like hand sew and stuff like that since seventh grade. We did use a sewing machine, but this is the first time I actually really made bigger pieces like clothes. And yeah, that's where I started. I just started cutting up like random things, anything I could find, <laughs> like blankets, t-shirts, sweatshirts, anything like just to make, just to flip anything into something that I liked. And so that's where, that's where I started during quarantine and I started like selling little things here and there, but I didn't really get into like taking myself seriously and becoming an actual business until recently. Um, I want to say maybe around August or so. Um, I had took a little break from sewing and then I just hopped right back into it. I was like, I really miss this. Like I haven't been doing this in a while. So I started doing that. And that's where the Sew Doctor came from. 
I like it. And it almost, it's kind of like that answer was almost right on time. And it almost makes it seem like these episodes seem to follow one another. I actually spoke on my last episode just about hobbies and just about how the quarantine can sometimes bring that out of you. Mm-hmm. And just in hearing what you just said about how once it, once you said, like you said, you got laid off. I'm definitely sorry to hear that. But mm-hmm. how you started to reevaluate and really just look at your hobbies and things you like to do, things you missed. Then look what came about it. Sewing. So, mm-hmm. and now look where you are. Like you said, you even kind of took a break fell off from it but still kind of found your way back to it so that's how you know it's really something that you love and really something that you have a passion for right. so something really interesting that you said to me too is how at first you were just taking anything that you could find so what was <laughs> something that you really kind of took on what was would you say one of the most creative things that you made kind of starting early off I'll always say like my first big project is what that really stuck with me it was like the set I had made. It was like some shorts, some lounge shorts and like sweatshirt, like a throwover. And like I had to use like my favorite blanket. I was like, this blanket is so warm. This blanket is so cute. Like I could probably make something from this. So that's what I did. I made some shorts and I made throwover with it. And like I applied a zipper to it. I was so excited about that zipper. Like that was, I don't know why, but I just felt like, okay, I, I can do zippers now. This is one step further to becoming you know better at sewing when you start adding zippers pockets buttons stuff like that and so I would say that's probably like one of my biggest ones and that one it took me literally like all day like I was um I had roommates at the time so I would like and we lived in a loft so I would be upstairs in the loft area like literally fabric everywhere blanket everywhere like cutting up pieces stuff like that but that was my first really big project and the one that has a very special place in my heart because I don't know it's just the first thing I made that I really felt like, okay, this helped me kind of believe in myself a little bit. Like, okay, I can do this. Like, this isn't bad. I really do enjoy making it, even though it took me all day. So, <laughs> yeah. It's always good to hear that, like you said, knowing that you can own something, take pride in something. Mm-hmm. And then even when you gift it to someone else, or let's just say it's for someone else, or later on down the line when it comes to a business or just serving other people, it even makes you feel that much better. So just in hearing about that and in hearing about some of the things that you do moving forward, something that I'm very curious about is with you now being a business, with how sewing works Mm -hmm. how do you kind of conduct your business is this something where people kind of come to you specifically women and maybe ask for specific pieces or for things to be sewn is this something where you may wake up one day get a specific fabric and then make pieces on your own just in different sizes and then sell that way Mm -hmm. or is it a combination of both so right now what i have um what i'm doing is i'm just making stuff for my own ideas from like different sizes, different materials that I have, I'm just like, oh, this would be cute if I do this. And then I make that and then I post it on my page if anybody wants to buy it. What I'm trying to work up to once I do get my website up and running and once the launch date is set and I have all that figured out, I want to start taking custom orders, like being able to not only make my designs come to life, but make others come to life as well. It's just a very, it's a very time consuming process. So In the meantime, you know, I still want to get my name out there, get the word out there. So that's why I still make stuff from my own head, my own designs. But eventually I do want to work up to where I'm taking custom orders and, you know, making things for other people. I like that. So time consuming, you definitely said it best. So Mm -hmm. with that, I know quarantine now has probably allowed you a little bit more time. But is there like at one point when you were kind of still in well even now with being still in school whether it be online or whatever but still just having other responsibilities still just having a life mm-hmm. and still just having to set time aside to sew and different and make orders and different things like that how does how do you create that balance for yourself uh, 
I would like to paint a picture like I have everything figured out, but I don't. Like, it's really, it can be overwhelming at times. It's hard, especially with being a bio major and it's my senior year. So I'm really like, these are the classes I need to pass to graduate. It's hard to balance between school and sewing because like I said, sewing is time consuming. Like, it seems like it's quick, but really... The hardest part is measuring everything. Once everything's measured, then I could just go ahead and sew everything up fairly quickly. But for the most part, I try to designate certain days where, okay, this day I'm going to sew, this day I'm going to do my schoolwork, or I'll be like, I'll sew from 12 to like five and I'll do schoolwork from like six to like eight, stuff like that. And of course, it's it's very tricky because, you know, it's hard to find that balance. Like I said, it, it can get overwhelming sometimes, but I know speaking to my dad and speaking to my family and friends, like whenever I get stressed out, I'll talk to them and they'll calm me down. Like, you know, give me words of encouragement. Like they really are behind me 100% of the way. And I'm just so grateful that I have people like that in my life to lean on because without them, I probably would have like (laughs) just been going crazy. So they really been there for me through everything, through my crying, rants, stressfulness, like all that. They just been there for me. And that really just goes to show that a strong support system will really do a lot for you, Mm -hmm. will really take you to new levels, will really keep you in the game sometimes when all else fails. So I like that. And something that stood out to me about you is that uh, when I was checking out your bio, actually, I see that you're a self-taught seamstress. Mm -hmm. So and I know that that's something that you probably take pride in. So can you just shed some light on the process of of how that what, what was it like for Brianna teaching herself how to sew? And then like you kind of like the trials and errors, sometimes probably just messing up, not wanting to do this anymore, but still kind of pressing on to, to be where you are today. Yeah. So so like I said, in seventh grade is when I first ever like touched a sewing machine. After that, I never touched one again. And so once I did get my sewing machine back in March, literally, I would just like I said, binge watch YouTube videos like watch. I would sit like in my bed all day or at my desk all day, like even if I'm just waiting in line for something just watch youtube videos like just you know try to learn like okay this is straight stitch or a zigzag stitch like if they would say that in the video i would go to google like what's a straight stitch what's a zigzag stitch like you know stuff like that and just kind of familiarize my stuff or familiarize myself with how how to sew like there's certain rules like if i'm right side to right side always so right side to right side that probably sounds like gibberish but you know stuff like that like little things like that and there has been times where I've messed up a project and literally was like you know what I'm done I'm not doing this for the rest of the day like (laughs) I need to go lay down and watch tv I need to go do something because I'm frustrated there's been times where I've been like crying like it's it's very frustrating especially when you have this idea in your head and you're so excited to get it out and then it just does not come out how you pictured it whatsoever or like my designs don't look anything like my sketches it's very um frustrating but that's the thing about teaching yourself things you know you're gonna have those frustrating moments you're gonna have those moments where you just don't know what to do but it's important that important for me that I didn't give up because, you know, this was something that I really loved and I really wanted to become better at. So I just kept pushing myself, kept watching videos, kept practicing, always using like old clothes, like always use old clothes. If I didn't wear them anymore, oh, well, what can I do with this? Cut it up and do something with it. Use, keep my scraps from previous fabrics and practice my stitching so that I am sewing straight and I am sewing flat, um, making sure that I familiarize myself with the machine. Um, now I've been sewing so much, like if I'm sewing a fabric and it sounds like kind of different, I know like, okay, I need to make the stitch length wider or I need to make it smaller or I need to change the needle, like, or the thread tension, like it just, it's that constant practice, that constant working with the machine. Like it's just 
now I just know like all the different sounds. I know I wouldn't say everything about it, but I know a lot more than what I did before. And a lot of this, like I say, came from like YouTube, Google, all that stuff, just self-educating, using any resource necessary, following, you know, other seamstress that post stuff on YouTube, you know, just kind of educated myself in that way. It's crazy as a business owner, just like all the things that you know that go into it or all the things that as you become one, you you learn mm -hmm. um, that you have to provide for it to keep it going, to really elevate, to, to get it to where you want to be. But it's a, it's it's amazing when you hear about it from the intricacies of the sewing perspective, mm -hmm. just like you said, just talking about some of the stitches and some of the stuff that I'm over here just learning myself. Like you mm -hmm. said, at first did sound like gibberish, kind of still does a little <laughs> bit, but just my piece and just, and just learning and just hearing about what you're saying is just like, wow, it's really a lot that goes into it. It's really a lot mm -hmm. to still learn. It's really a lot to still do from it. And it's just like the fact that you said you kind of have that trial and error, but it kind of makes you appreciate things a little bit more. Right. Kind of, It's all just a journey and it's all just easier when you're willing to open your mind, willing to learn, willing to take that constructive criticism, willing to accept the fact that there are people out there who know more than mm -hmm. people out there who do different things, have different perspectives. I think that that's really important uh, when it comes to being a business owner. So what's something that you say you want to do, like maybe like a piece that you want to create or maybe like a fabric that you, you want to use or something that you want to bring to the to your business that you haven't done just yet? Mm -hmm. So like I said, I mostly focus on like loungewear and cozy sets um, with my business. I do want to get into more like things that you wear outside, like um, not necessarily outside, but more like streetwear things. I want to work with denim in particular more often. I know I just, my brother actually is sending me some denim pants. He wants me to like distress for him and like do some patchwork on and paint on. So that's going to be like my first real denim project. I really do like working with denim I have this jacket actually that I'm working on I've just been staring at it just trying to get like my ideas put out there I wanted to depict my ideas accurately and so just yeah I would say denim distressing patchwork painting on it definitely that that's something I really want to get better at denim's a little harder to work with because it is so thick so that's definitely a learning process hopefully my machine can even you know sew with denim I think it will but I would just have to go slower. Otherwise, like if you go too fast on thick fabrics, it'll break the needle. So definitely learn how to, you know, work with denim in my sewing machine for sure. Definitely a lot to bring. Definitely a lot of expansion. Good ideas that you have, good skill sets that you want to pick mm -hmm. up. Now, has, has sewing, has kind of starting your own business, has this changed your approach to fashion? Has this changed things that you now when you're shopping online or what? Even if you're shopping in stores, has this changed things that you will or will not buy? Oh, uh, definitely. <laughs> Before, well, I've always been like a pretty fashionable person. I've always been into fashion. Like I've always loved clothes. I've always loved staying on trend. But now I feel like that I have a business, like I really have to be on top of it. Like I want people to to have like the newest looks I want them to look the flies I want them to look the best I want people when they walking down the street be like oh girl that's a cute top or like you know something like that I want people to really you know I want them to stand out with some of the stuff that I made so I definitely do have to stay on top of like the trends and what's going on and like what people are wearing nowadays so that I can also incorporate that into my business so you know that's more clientele for me and that's happy, happy customers. You know, they are up to date with like the newest trends and stuff like that. So I would say it definitely has. I've definitely, I would say broadened my style a lot more because obviously everybody isn't going to be into everything that I'm into. So having to look at different styles the things that normally I wouldn't wear, but having to look at those different styles and appreciating what they offer and 
how I could use that with my business as well. So definitely, my style has definitely brought in always, always looking to do new looks, always looking to to expand so that everybody, you know, when they come to my page, at least they can find at least one thing that they like and, you know, go from there. Okay. I definitely like the sound of that. And yeah, it's always good just to have that. I think I even said it in my last uh, response. It's always good just to have that open mm-hmm. mind. It's always to be willing to expand, just to accept new perspectives, just hear new ideas and, and learn from that. Okay. So what's something that you would say out there that the average person, probably even myself, may not know about sewing that through your experiences, through your ownership of this business, I mean, you've come to learn. Definitely. I think I mentioned this before, but like the, it's very time consuming. Like when I first started, like I said, that first set I made um, from that blanket I had mentioned earlier, it took me maybe, <laughs> maybe from like 10 a.m. to like 10 p.m. And it's not even anything difficult to make. I think I stopped like to eat and like, that's it and then I just kept working on it all day but now like if I were to make that set now it'll probably take less than half the time so definitely it still takes a while maybe I'm not sure maybe like two hours or so but you know it definitely still does it's very time consuming and when you are in school and you are doing like these extracurricular activities and when you are volunteering and when you know you have a lot on your plate it's kind of hard to find those times in your day where you can just sit still and do nothing for like two three four hours like a lot of the time especially as college students we're always having so much like so many things on our plate that it's hard to just have those times where you can just relax and chill and for me my relax and chill time has turned into sewing time so whenever I do have time to you know chill or anything like that I'll go ahead and hop on my machine because I probably won't have time like this in a while so definitely the time consuming you know watching YouTube videos everything's so sped up everything's so quick I was like when I first started I was so naive I was like oh I can make this in like an hour like 30 minutes this ain't gonna take long uh no it took all day (laughs) and it was very frustrating and it was very confusing making clothes is very hard trying to put all the shapes together making sure that it fits making sure you have the right fabric that stretches stuff like that that's another thing fabric fabric is expensive and it's hard to find good fabric fabric is very expensive and good fabric that you know is comfortable to wear that's not itchy that has some stretch to it that is breathable is even more expensive so definitely fabric time consuming measuring there's just so much I didn't know that I do know now and that's all through experience and trial and error so I'm grateful for those experiences but I was very naive at first (laughs) very (laughs) it's crazy to hear sometimes how you can just have that eye-opening experience how you can come and think in one Mm -hmm. thing and completely have your mindset, completely have your opinion transformed about something. But it, it then, like you said, and kind of in your answer, it definitely shows that it made you appreciate it more. Mm-hmm. It made you love it. It made you want to learn more about it and kind of continue to grow from it. So with growing in mind, with thinking about what you're doing now and how you look to move forward with your business, is this something where you really look to keep it in-house, kind of do you? Or is this something where you're looking maybe moving forward to partner with other people, whether it be other seamstress, mm-hmm. seamsters, and I'm not going to lie, full transparency. While you were talking your last answer i googled the male version of, of seamstress because i really had no <laughs> idea they were called seamstress, yeah. <laughs> so i just learned something so you taught me something while we were on this but moving forward is this something where you're kind of looking to do other partnerships even kind of thinking about uh, your boutique that you're in the process of starting as well mm-hmm. oh yeah definitely i'm definitely always that's always on my mind and once i get myself like stable and have like some consistency going and you know just being able to really be the best that I am, I definitely want to partner with others because, you know, it's all 
with other people comes different perspectives and I can always learn from somebody else. Like there's so many people that I would love to to go ahead and like, you know, talk to, even if we don't do any collabs or anything, just to talk to, just to see what their experience is about, just to see, you know, get some advice on how they're doing things, stuff like that, because I just feel like it's so important, you know, to get those different insights. So definitely, I definitely look forward to doing that. I also eventually do want to get into making men's clothes I'm not like up to as up to par with men's fashion so that's something I'm definitely going to have to brush up on so you know I definitely do want to partner with other people because I do feel like it'll not only aid me but aid them as well you know different perspectives just to see and also it'd be nice to talk to somebody who loves the same thing like as much as me like we both love soil we can talk all day about it like the trials and errors the good times the bad times like you know just have those fun conversations about you know the things that we're doing in common see i wasn't going to say anything about the men's clothes just because you know i didn't want to take this <laughs> ladies i love what you're doing i love the pieces you've been making and everything but look fellas all right y'all heard it here actually so she's trying to move forward i definitely noted it so y'all know that y'all noted on this episode and everything like that and if if not we got to make sure we do some follow-up so no but it's, it's definitely good to to hear that i do I, I do like that and i do wish you the best of luck with all of that moving forward Thank and you. i definitely think that it'll be something that's it'll just come with the trial and error but like you said like you even have shown in this interview it's really something that you've come to learn you've come to understand you've come to even appreciate it and with sewing you know that look it's it's never going to be easy it's a constant mm-hmm. ever learning process and that's really just how it goes so i like that and i'm even in thinking about your answer just now it kind of made me think of another follow-up question so you said that there were so many people who you would just like to talk to just to get insight from just to get advice from just to see how they were doing things so if presented with the opportunity to do so who is one of those people that you would kind of go to who you would just love to have a one-on-one with you can kind of just pick their brain about anything uh just one okay um i'm gonna do top three because one i i don't know i would say kumani she's a black seamstress i'm a black woman seamstress i love her like she was one of the people where I was like binge watching her videos because she is really the bomb. Like when I tell you her designs are like A1, they are A1. And she recently launched an online boutique too. And I was like, oh my gosh, that's so cool. And that's what I was thinking about doing. And so, you know, I definitely had to purchase some things from her. Paige Lene, I love her too. She went viral on Twitter. And that's actually where I was like, I was like, hmm, this is, this is dope. Like, her work is dope so I definitely went on her page and was like looking at her work I was like wow this is amazing and I've been following her journey ever since who else most styles I love her she she actually when I was first doing my stack leggings I learned it from her because um the way I was doing it at first wasn't really you know it wasn't very time efficient so the way I learned from her you know she really helped me so definitely those three I would love to just talk to them and you know talk about their journey like they started like with the sewing machine some fabric on the floor just like me from their videos you know cutting on the floor stuff like that you know house looking crazy from thread and everything else and they started just like me and they're doing so well and it's just so inspiring to see people doing what I did and you know growing to be as big as they are so I would love to talk to them and ask them about their journey and how they've been you know navigating through everything because it really is just such an inspiration so yeah I'm sorry I couldn't pick one but those three definitely those three (laughs) please don't apologize at all I was actually about to say I love how you kind of flipped that question up on me just because I'm sure even limiting yourself to three was hard enough I'm sure you could go top five top ten just because it's not a 
only amazing just to hear about those three that you listed, but it's just amazing just to know that there are so many people out there, so many dope, so many talented individuals mm-hmm. out there just doing great things for their their communities, for the community, for the world, international, and both here just the same. So I love to hear that. So is there anything out there that you feel like people should know about you, about your business, about just plans that you have moving forward, about just things that you've done so far that you feel like we haven't touched on in this interview? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Well, I would say... You know, being a first generation college student, kind of navigating through life itself, like being raised by a single father and then being able to come to college, like, you know, with coming in straight A's, like good grades, bio major, getting as far as I am and having like, you know, a dad who is a business owner himself. He actually, one story he had told me that really stuck with me that even made me want to do this business in the first place is that so when we were younger, well, when I was younger, like I said, I was raised by a single father. So I was always you know, piggybacking off of him wherever he went, I went like, I'm such a daddy's girl. And he was working for this man for this dump truck company. And basically he was saying like, you know, the man didn't really speak good English or anything like that. So my dad was constantly doing all his paperwork for him, basically his right hand guy doing his paperwork, organizing everything, stuff like that. And now the man my dad used to work for owns like, a multi-million dollar dump truck company and you know it really was because my dad was there helping him every step of the way and my dad told me like ever since you know that happened ever since he quit he was thinking like I put in all this work I did all this to make somebody else rich like I needed to do it for myself and so he started his own moving company called Top Notch Movers and you know now he has his own little business going and that really inspired me because you know at first I I'm, I'm going to be honest. I didn't even know if I wanted to start a business, but my dad was kind of like talking to me and explaining to me why I should. And the more we talked, the more I started to realize like, you know, this, this makes sense. Like why I'm putting all this money into somebody else's company to somebody else's, you know, dream, putting all my time, all my energy, all my efforts into somebody else when I could just do that for myself. And so, you know, it's, it's something that was kind of like, Like I said, I wasn't sure, but it's something that I really am proud that I did because, you know, I feel I feel better. I feel better selling my stuff, you know, getting people to buy my stuff, putting my ideas out there rather than doing that for somebody else. So that's something that that really stuck with me and something that I want to let everybody know, like you can do it. You know, you don't you don't have to you don't have to sit here and work a job you don't want to be at. If you have a passion, if you have a hobby, something you can turn that in flip that into something that you really want to do for yourself make your own money be your own boss I think that's such an important concept now that I've started my business like and it's okay to feel down and feel stressed out but you always want to be your own boss and I feel like you know my upbringing coming from nothing to even going to college like I almost didn't even finish college because after my first semester we didn't even know how we were going to pay for the second semester like my dad really busted his butt to start his business to help me even get to where I am today so like the journey is never going to be easy. You know, I've, I've struggled a lot to get to where I am today, but I'm here and I'm just so grateful and I'm just so proud to be here. So definitely just do believe in yourself and do something that makes you happy. You don't have to, you don't have to be somewhere that you don't want to be. So, yeah. So many gems right there. So many, so many, so many gems right there. I love it. And I really love to hear 
just such the role that your father played in your life, such the influential role yeah. he played in your life, just such the influence, such the inspiration that he was able to, to have on you to, like you said, not even knowing at first if you wanted to become a business owner, if this is something that was for you, if this is just a lane that you kind of wanted to steer in. But then, in, and like you said, just having that open mind, hearing that perspective and y'all continuous conversations about it and now eventually look at y'all. And then now look, I got to bring top, top notch <laughs> movers on the podcast now and, and have them going. So I definitely do love to hear that too. And I definitely wish you both the best of luck with everything and it was interesting just to hear about that message but interesting just to hear about that realization that he had just how he he kind of went he had his ideas he had his mindset he played his role for another man for another mm-hmm. person to put money in their pockets and then he realized look BYO, yeah be your own boss so look and now that i can do that myself look the sky is the limit so i love that man i love that i really just want to thank you for taking the time to come on here today and really just give the people some value really just tell them about what you do. And as, as excited as you were that I reached out to you, I was excited to do it. I was excited to see what you're doing and I'm excited to see moving forward everything that's mm-hmm. in store. So just before we wrap things up, could you just give everybody your information as far as like where to find you, social media handles, website, anything yeah, like that? Yeah. Yeah. So right now my business page is at the so doctor underscore. So at T-H-E-S-E-W-D-O-C-T-O-R underscore. I don't have a website that's coming soon. So stay tuned for that. It'll definitely be announced on my page. So please be on the lookout for that. Also, my personal Instagram is at B-R-4-I. So B-R- I I I I O N N A underscore. I also post things on there too, mostly shouting out my business and other businesses as well. Also shout out other businesses on my on my business page. So definitely keep out for mine and other aspiring small black businesses. Definitely look out for that. Okay, got it. And I'll make sure to include all of that information in the bio as well. So once again, Brianna, I just want to thank you so much for coming on here on behalf of Sue Doctor and really just telling us everything that you do, everything that you've been through and, and really just to hear your journey. And like I said previously, I really just want to wish you the best of luck. I can't stress that enough. And if there's any way that we can help you or um, support you and just for everybody out there listening, I'll definitely get in contact with her. Definitely just see some mm-hmm. of the work she's doing and even if you can throw anybody her way definitely do that so to everybody out there as always i want to continuously thank you all for the support thank you all for continuously tapping in sending me feedback sending me suggestions sending me love it's always appreciated this has been another episode of the down to business podcast here with tamar turner